Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Speaking of draining our sanity, this movie! Yay! Yay! It is The Buddy System, our second movie we're talking about this year. Uh, on the show, where every week we have a look at what came out this yes. week, back in the year of 1984. We used to do 1994, now we're doing 1984. It's a lot of fun. This is our second film, and uh, my name's Sandro, that's Zach. Hello. And i got to tell you, Zach, January is a trash month at the moment. I can't wait till we get to any other month of the year. It's painful not in the podcast world, but also in the actual new release movie yes. thing as well. Everything is bad. Yeah. What is happening? I saw the Doolittle film during the week. Oh, you've seen it? Absolute garbage. Potentially oh, really? the worst film of the year. <laughs> oh, wow. That's unfortunate because I was really looking forward to it. Oh. I kind of was as well. I don't know. I think you'd have fun with it aside I... from the fact that every third joke is a fart joke. <laughs> no. No, I'm not seeing the film anymore. <laughs> I'm so sick of fart jokes. Like, something's happened. At some point, I was like, oh, man, I'm sick of all these fart jokes. And now they just keep rolling in. Yeah. Like a thunderous wave of just awful comedy. And yep. I cannot escape them. And every time I see one, I, I cringe, groan, and just feel bad on the inside. Yep. So I cannot enjoy a film if it has a fart joke. It just makes me sad now. Was there a fart joke in this movie? Uh, no, I don't remember their fart joke. But I still managed to not like this movie. So Yeah, look, for the first half, I was going, this is, a, this is about as bad as Hot Dog the movie. I think I enjoy them on the same level. But yep. once you cross the halfway point in this film and it just becomes nothing, it's, yeah, no, this is, this is not good. This is not good. Um... I feel like it could have been a lot better if it wasn't two hours long. <laughs> yeah, um, why is this film two hours I long? I don't know. It literally takes forever for it to do anything, yeah. and it annoys me. That's uh, ridiculous. We'll get into the plot in a second, um, but first, uh, the other option that I had, because I picked this week's movie, the, the, the other option I had was the option that we also had last week, which was called Angel. Yep. I looked it up. Uh, yep. because I was just interested, right? I wasn't necessarily going to watch the trailer, but I wanted to see what other people thought of it. Apparently it's like an anti-hero action film as well. This movie, what? like, Angel. Why haven't we seen that one yet? <laughs> well, because the synopsis is that, like, an honor student turns yeah, to prostitution so she can pay for a high school, but apparently it's also an action thriller, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Maybe no. I should have picked it. Maybe. I picked this one instead, so there we go. Um, it's called The Buddy System. It was released January 20th, written by uh, a lady called Mary Agnes Donahue. She's written quite a few screenplays, uh, short yep. stories, and poems, that sort of stuff. Uh, she's also done a few directing jobs. Her most recent film was in 2015, 
called Jenny's Wedding. So she's still working, which is always good to see. Mm. And it's directed by Glenn Jordan, who is best known for a whole bunch of TV movies. He's done adaptations of uh, Dorian Gray, A Streetcar Named Desire, and Les Mis. So he's done a lot of good work. Um, He's also won a huge amount of Emmys uh, for a bunch of different projects, but mainly for a miniseries he did about Benjamin Franklin. So Nice, nice. He was all right. (laughs) I think he worked with kids well. Yeah. Like, it's not the worst kid. Oh, hey. That's the thing I do like about this film. The child acting. Wow. Because it's everyone's favourite child actor, Will Wheaton. It is Will Wheaton. We'll get to that in a second. As the lead, I guess, the guy called Joe, who's an inventor, he's an author, and he's a security guard, but also a police officer that teases everything. Um, He's played by a guy called Richard Dreyfus. You've probably seen something he's in. He's been in Jaws. Oh. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, and most recently, he was in a film called Polar, which is like a, a Netflix comic book adaptation thing. He was in that, so... Oh, okay. He's still working, which is good. Um, and yeah, he befriends this kid called Tim, who is Will Wheaton. Yep. Will, Will Wheaton's, like, first proper s- film credit. Nice. Hey, good on you, Will Wheaton. If you don't know who he is, he's Wesley Crusher, Star Trek Next Gen... He also yeah. is in uh, Stand By Me, really good Stephen King movie. And mm. I didn't know this, he apparently plays Darkstar in the Ben 10 universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there you go. He also has a great web series where he does board game stuff. And yes. I, li- li- I like to watch that. Is that on Geek and Sundry, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very nice because nerd board games and they get famous people. And it's funny to watch. He is a nerdy um, boy. He is a nerdy boy. He is a very nerdy boy. I mean, anybody and anybody who did Star Trek stuff <laughs> is sort of evolved. Into, they, they've they been absorbed into nerd culture, mm. whether they like it or not. They didn't have a, a say in any of it. No. And thankfully, he already liked board games, so he, uh, he managed yeah. to gel in pretty well. He does play himself on Big Bang Theory, though, multiple times. That's unfortunate. I feel so sorry for him. That removes... A, I mean, he would probably get paid $3 million an episode, so that's probably oh, good. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. A bajillion dollars. Would you go on Big Bang Theory and play yourself for $3 million an episode? Oh, absolutely. I would do it for $3, just so I could say bazinga. I would play myself... Doing a bad impression of Sheldon. <laughs> wow, that sounds that's terrible. I... <laughs> yes, I would take their quality to a whole new uh, bottom. Yes. Uh, so playing Tim's mum, whose name is Emily, even though I didn't know her name was Emily until halfway through the film because they don't call her that. Uh, the actress is Susan Sheridan. She's in, also, a lot of films. Weirdly, the cast for this film is, like, top-notch. Like, the cast is really good. Yeah. Um, I'll just mention one she got Oscar nominations for. Uh, Thelma and Louise, popular movie. She did one in 94 called The Client, which, uh, was an option. We didn't go for it, though. Um, and she won Best Actress for her role in a film called Dead Man Walking. So, uh, pretty good stuff oh, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also had a problem, um with the uh, woman in this film, but it it wasn't a problem with them. It was more the fact that I didn't realize there was supposed to be two different characters. <laughs> I realized there was two different actors. Yeah. But I didn't realize they were different characters. 
I'll get more into it when we when we get into the film. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought they were good. I thought they were like, like good acting. I especially liked the second one. Who was the second? Female? Uh, the on and off girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Her name is Carrie. She's played by Nancy Allen. Um, yeah. I thought she was very good. Yeah, it's funny though, because uh, it's funny that a character's name is Carrie, because the first proper movie she was ever in was Carrie. Well, there you go. She's also in like Robocop and stuff, so she's um, she's nice. pretty popular in the eighties. And finally, yeah. playing Emily's mum is the award-winning TV star Jean Stapleton. She won a bunch of awards for a role in a, a show called All in the Family, and um, she's also in Pocahontas too. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. Alrighty then. I thought um, I thought she was bad. <laughs> yeah, she's very annoying, um, which is kind of funny, um, yet at the same time annoying. Yeah, uh, like uh, she was constantly badgering, constantly judging, yeah, constantly like criticizing their actions. It was just yeah, definitely. But but she was displayed as just this this kind old lady. Yeah. It's just worried about her daughter. But she's uh, a total B. If this was a better movie, her character and her relation to the daughter could have been interesting. But mm. because this movie isn't great, it, yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't very good. I kind of thought at any moment her performance would just turn into the mum from the room. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I even thought it was the same actress for a second. Cause oh, okay. The yeah, way yeah, they yeah, deliver yeah. lines is so similar. Yeah. So, once again... We've got a movie that doesn't have a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Woof. But it does have an audience score. Uh, 6%. Well, you're going to be severely, severely just disappointed in humanity. Yeah? It's 52%. Ooh, ooh, that's a lot. To be fair, most of the reviews were pretty positive. Oh, okay. And I couldn't argue with them, so I was like, eh, I guess... If it's your type of movie. Yeah, so it's got, like, 5.7 on IMDb as well. And I think the reason why it's, like, relatively um, positive is because this movie is impossible to find anywhere. Oh, yeah, there were no reviews for this one. Yeah. like it... I had to grab three reviews, and I grabbed the worst... All the worst ones. <laughs> I grabbed the three worst reviews I could find. The rest nice. of them were all pretty positive. Okay. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Because, yeah, like, it, yeah, like, I think it might have been shown on TV a couple times, but in terms of home release, this got a VHS limited release in the 80s, and it hasn't been released since. It's not on DVD, it's definitely not on Blu-ray, definitely not on any streaming services, or it didn't get, like, an iTunes release or any of that sort of stuff. Yep. You can only find this on VHS, which is not a good sign. <laughs> not a good sign no, for a movie. not a good sign. Uh, and so with that, we have no idea how much this cost. What do you think it cost them? Uh, like a solid mil. One mil? Uh, actually, no, they had to pay the actors. So, like, five mil. Five mil? Yeah, that's about what I would say as well. Like, a little higher than Hot Dog, which was four. Because all they needed to do for this movie was hire the actors. Oh, definitely. They could use use their houses as sets. They could use their own cars, like... Mm-hmm. All the environments were just, you know, yeah. a street or a house or whatever. You what know? about the so inventions, though? They'd have to make those. I'm sure the director just had those yeah. laying around. Probably you know, right. yeah. he goes to shed. He has a he has a bike thing that he's working on. He's like, oh, <laughs> this make great pop for a movie. Yeah, what do you think it made, considering it was only shown in America oh, and only was on uh, the box office for like two weeks? Uh, 
Eight mil? Oh, nah. Eight thousand. <laughs> One point eight million. Oh, okay. Let's jump into let's jump into the buddy system. This is the first time I think in our fifty-five episodes that uh, a film opens with the classic zoom in on someone sleeping, pan over to the alarm clock, alarm clock goes to six o'clock, the guy wakes up. Like I think it's the first time we've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, uh, I think the uh, super geek or whatever had something similar. Oh uh, yeah, that would make sense. Just because I remember this and that had something similar, which was the trope of a weirdly complicated alarm system because that's what all inventors have is a a freaking track of marbles or whatever that at 12 o'clock it opens all the blinds it plays blaring music it makes you a cup of juice or whatever Mm -hmm. why is that a trope Wallace and Gromit, maybe? Yeah, I guess that's true. Shows that they're an inventor. Yeah. Because they made an unnecessarily complicated alarm clock. What's your favourite invention? Is it the scales? No. Oh, I love the scales. That's a shame. Uh, I don't know. I liked when he was working on the bike and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's about it. For, I, I kind of zoned out through half of this film. I'm not going to lie. I like the scales because they talk to you. Like, we see them. Like, he's in his yeah his morning routine. That's right. Yeah. He stands on the scale. And the scales are like, you are three pounds overweight. This is the beginning of the end. If you don't shape up. And he's like, all right. And he just leaves. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Just so they could be condescending. But, okay, so onto the proper plot. He's got to arrest Timmy. Yep. Or at least take him out of the town. Yep. Because the mayor doesn't... Like, him and his mum aren't citizens because they're living with um, her mum. It's a plot. What? Yep. What sort... That's the plot. What sort of mayor of a town... Is like deport. Gotta deport him out of here. Deport a kid because he's living with his grandparent. Um, a dumb one that has a contrived plot. Does this movie take place in like some sort of fascist state? Like, is this? <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> it, I don't think it would change much of this movie, and it would improve it a lot. So I'm gonna say yes. Is this if, like, the Russians won the Cold War or something? Like, this is set in, like, some alternate history? Yes. Yes, which is why he invented the motorbike, but is still super poor and has to work several jobs because he can't capitalize on it. Yeah. The state took his patent and has used it. And so he gets a small cut from that but still has to go out and work as every day. You know? Yeah, I think I think that's this movie. I think we've cracked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um this is what would have happened. So does um, that does that mean that the director or the writer are pro communism or are they anti communism and this is like a warning of oh, what come could on. happen. You saw this film. This is clearly a warning. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly uh like Worst case scenario. Did you see that sad pumpkin? Oh, the and how pumpkin. sad he was. The pumpkin. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't have got to it so soon. We'll get to the pumpkin. Oh is the pumpkin... Uh... The pumpkin is society's outlook on the world at the moment. In this fascist system. He's got to arrest or get rid of 
Will Wheaton or something. We cut to Will Wheaton. He is a kid with thick circle glasses and he swears a lot. Yeah. Oh my good lordy jeebus. He he does say a bad word or two. Mm. He uh he has uh some jewels of wisdom though, like uh wearing green. Um, Sandro, do you remember what happens when you wear green? Is it on Thursdays? I, I don't know. I think I remember that line of dialogue, though. <laughs> um, it means you're gay, apparently. Ah. Um, okay. Yeah. Look, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> the, um, the first, like, line of dialogue we see from him, though, is he's, is he's with his mum having breakfast, and she's smoking, and he's yep. like... Hey, I hate that farting smell. You're dropping ash all over my cocoa. The, yep. <laughs> this is this is the it's actually the one conversation that they have is the smoking and then the fact that wearing green on Tuesdays is gay. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. It's a lot to take in at first, I have to say. Yeah. Um Joe, you know, he goes to he goes to basically arrest this kid. Uh, and in doing so, it's made obvious that they've been here before. Like, he's like, yep. hey, kid, it's time. Yeah, 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 it's time to go this time, for realsies. I can't just not not arrest you forever. Yep. And then the kid is like, hi, I'm a kid. This is the plot of the movie. We're going to be friends. How about, how about, um, you look at my mum. Do you like, do you yep. like what you see? You should date. You want to get some of that... <laughs> Um, uh, mum up in there. <laughs> oh, a little bit of that sugar. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they go hang out for a bit at his mum's place, and the mum comes back and is like, whoa, who's this man? And he's like, hey, yeah, so he was going to arrest me, but I was like, hey, you want some of that mum? <laughs> that? That's exactly what he says. That's exactly what it's the It's pretty says. much that. Um, and the mum, of course, is like, yo, not cool, get out. <laughs> Pretty pissed off. Yeah. As uh, you would be. You should if be. If someone tried to sell you off to a man. Uh, um, uh, a random exposition at this point about the mum. She is a yeah. transcriber and she wants to be a transcriber for court, but she can't yeah. because she's bad at tests. Also... Yeah. She's got a boyfriend called Jim, and he doesn't like commitment. Yeah, he's a plot in this movie at some point. Yeah, he shows up shirtless for two scenes, and that's it. That's what, that's yeah, what uh, and then later on, he breaks up with her. He's only there so that she's reluctant at first Yeah, to get a new boyfriend. We're on the subject <laughs> of these relationships that are definitely going to last the whole way through the film. Joe wow. also has a girlfriend and we're introduced to her and uh, she's in her yes. underwear and we're like, hey, it's a girlfriend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Unless you were completely stupid and thought that it was a flashback to the... Because you, you misunderstood the relationship between the guy and the woman. Oh, uh, you thought the kid was his kid. Yes, I thought the kid was his kid at first. Which meant that they had had a previous relationship. So this woman was actually the younger version of the other lady. Uh, and this was a flashback. Um, it's not. No. Uh, and they're two completely different people. <laughs> but I didn't get that for half the film. Wow. 
Um, well, it didn't help that I didn't know what the mum was called. Yeah, exactly. It was when they, they actually referred to her as her name. I was like, wait a minute. That's not the same name. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> also, as we mentioned before, we had to watch just VHS copies of this film. Yeah. Which is perhaps the worst way to watch a movie. Yeah, the quality wasn't great. Uh, VHS, I do not miss the days of VHS because I like that, um, that squiggly white line that occasionally uh, went through the screen. That yes. really uh, kept me involved <laughs> with the film and didn't take me out every time that stupid thing <laughs> went through. I personally like how uh, whenever there is just music, um, yeah. In the audio sphere, it's always uh, just kind of going up and down in pitch because of the quality of the VHS. It's like, <laughs> when it's meant it's to be Sandra. one note. <laughs> it's Sandra. It's Sandra. Yeah, yeah. It was a different time. <laughs> That's going to be the tagline for this season, isn't it? It was a different time. <laughs> so good. All right. Um, the pumpkin. So oh, yeah. Tim's Woo! like, Joe, come to my Thanksgiving play. Uh, by the way, I'm glad we didn't see much of the Thanksgiving play because it <laughs> didn't look like it was okay. Uh... <laughs> I think it was accurate at least. You see, because it's about a different time, Sandra. <laughs> where pumpkins could be sad. So, yeah, what do you... The, yeah, the pumpkin costume. He's, so, so he's a pumpkin in this play, right? It's a good pumpkin costume. I'll give him that. I mean, Very, it's a, it's a good like. This is what a play, a kid's child's play, would definitely have. Yeah, it's, it was you know, it was a good costume. It's true. He had a hat and he had the big round suit. At some point, though, I'm pretty sure he's like, I play one of the many different pumpkins in this play. But yeah, we there's only four ever, pumpkins. We only really see him though. Um, uh, there's one joke where they're like, "Where's the where's the sad pumpkin? Where's the sad pumpkin?" And one goes, "Here I am," and you, it's like, "No." You're the happy pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Where's the sad pumpkin? That's right. It's a sad pumpkin. And there's, um, like, a running joke where every time we see him being the sad pumpkin, he's like, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> he does this, like, twice. Yeah, no, it's awful. It's the worst. When he's pretending to pretend to be sad, it's just, oh, yep. it hurts. Not good. Because he does it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ah, oh, it hurt me, yeah. um, physically. It's pretty um, rough. But it was it was funny because the sort of joke is that ah, oh, he's like one of four pumpkins. He's not a very important character. Mm. But in the play, there's literally a bit where they're like, oh, this pumpkin is sad. Why is it sad? So he does have a a role in the movie where where he's focused on. Yeah. So he's more important than any of the other pumpkins. Yeah. So he does have a decent role. Yeah. Although he messes it up. He uh, screws it up because he sees uh, Joe or whatever his name is in the audience. And then he starts smiling. <laughs> and then the teacher's like, no, stop smiling. Ah! And yeah, they do that twice. They do that twice as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they repeat this whole scene again. Because apparently this That's film takes place over a year. Yep. Okay. Sure. After that, Joe and Emily have a talk, and she's like, "Stop, stop hanging out with my son." Then they just make a bunch of child abuse jokes. Yeah. Uh, which was. Oh great. yeah. No, he makes them as well. Yeah. He's like, "Oh boy, I sure do love kids." 
<laughs> no. Thanks, dude. What is that? Um, so Emily's like, Tim, stop hanging out with Joe. So what Tim does is Tim goes over to Joe's house. Yeah. Uh, we get the great line of dialogue where he's like, gee, this is a great place to live. That's certainly a great place to live. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's revealed here that Joe's an author. He's writing a romantic drama book or something. Who cares? Uh, no one cares. Not even his kid at first. No, not even... But then they're like, read books, idiot. And so the kid starts reading books. Yeah. Wow, what a great plot line. Then the mum is like, why are you reading books? And he's like, I found them in the trash. <laughs> I found them in the trash, <laughs> mum. trash, mum. Stop smoking in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she puts a cigarette out on her sheets. Yeah, she's kind of a bad parent. What is, is, she, is she, like, purposely a bad parent? But she's quite a bad yeah. parent. Oh, I don't um, know. I think she's a good parent and it was just a different time. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, sorry. It was a different time. You can put your cigarettes out on your sheets yeah. if it's just a different time. <laughs> I bring up the scene where Tim goes to visit Joe because we get a scales callback. Yeah. Where Tim goes and, and he stands on the scales and the scales are like, oh, now you've gone too far. You are clinically dead. <laughs> Which is a good joke. It's, it's a, a good joke. joke. Yeah, it's it's probably one of the few jokes I actually laughed yeah. during the film. Uh, that and the pumpkin. Those were the, my two favourite jokes. So then we just get a montage of uh, Joe breaking up with Carrie and then... Emily breaking up with her boyfriend. It, like, they're both yeah. happening at the same time. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it, it's, it's, you know, it's good storytelling. Like, they, they both sort of, like, separate from their things and then are drawn together and, you know, all that. It just takes too long. <laughs> I does. wish this movie was an hour shorter. Um, <laughs> it takes so long. Could have done that pretty soon. The characters sucked anyway. No one cared about them. Yeah. At this point, yeah, the mum is now sad because she's been broken up with and she's like, oh, how dare you read the books that you're reading? You're reading Animal Farm? What are you doing? That's not a, that's not a book about animals. But somehow, even though Emily's then found out that Joe's the one giving him the, the books and she's angry, then... Yeah. She's totally fine with it, just out of nowhere. Is it because the son is learning stuff, reading these... Yeah, I think she really wanted him to read books. And of course, she's super upset that he's now reading books because of him. But, yeah. like, because she says later on to him when they're, like, uh, returning the books and stuff, that she's like, yeah, I really wanted him to read books and all that. Well, yeah. not literally. She doesn't say that, but yeah, you know. So, yeah, so she returns all the books to Joe, and then they um, they make peace, I guess. They're friendly towards each other. And then just, like, yeah. the most corniest, like, romantic move, like, music starts playing in the background while they're just oh, looking yeah. at each other and every now and then saying a word. And it's like, what is going on? It's a romance, Sandro. You wouldn't get it. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly how it works in real life. You just stare at another person. Yep. And uh, weird, almost porno music plays in the background. <laughs> and uh, you just say things. Yeah. Just get their child to promise you get to bang their mum. Yep. That'll do it. Speaking of which, that happens. They drop Tim off at school, yep. and then we just immediately cut to them. In the bed. And then they're like, well, that wasn't fun. Let's just be friends. 
I honestly think that was meant to be the original ending of the film. And then they went, oh, wait, it's only like a 50-minute long uh, a TV special at the moment. We need to film another half of a movie to get this yeah, feature length. Yeah, no, honestly, this could have... It did feel sort of ending-ish, actually. Yeah, you're right. I wish it had ended here. Same. Oh, well. Honestly, same. Because then it's just a bunch of them hanging out. It's a long montage. They're all hanging out. They're a big yep. old happy hangout family friend thing. Yeah, and that that's when they have the uh, the barbecue. Yes. Where the auntie is super condescending. Yes, yes. And, and she's like, oh, you're a book writer, huh? Well, guess everybody has to have a hobby and all that and mm. stuff. And then she talks about how everyone has a good book in them. And he's like... Oh, yeah, I bet you have a really scathing something, something like short horror series in you. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Or something. That yeah. was good. That was good. She says something along the lines of, oh, yes, everyone is a writer now. As you mentioned, they all have a book in them. And then, like, his response is, really? I thought everyone was a psychiatrist now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Which is great. That's a good way there, yeah. Yeah, he, his comebacks are pretty solid. And of course, go completely over her head. Or yep. don't. You can't tell. And so then uh, he moves in with his previous girlfriend and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be with this girlfriend. Yes. I'm not going to change my mind. No. I'm also not going to be a writer anymore. And he leaves the manuscript for his upcoming uh, book just out on the beach and all the pages fly off, which is not yep. good. It's not, it's, it has littering. That's a waste of one. Waste of good paper. Two, with littering, yeah. as you just said. Yeah. And and three, waste of his time. Even if you'd, you'd given up, just keep keep the stuff. What if you change your mind? Definitely, yeah. That's dumb. 100%. Just put it in a, put it in a cupboard. Yeah. Seems like a waste of time to take it all the way to the beach just to leave it there. Yeah. You're completely right. I mean, he is stupid. He is. Yeah. Like, the whole film. Um... And then, mm-hmm. and then Tim comes and visits him and is like, yeah. oh, how dare, like, you hurt my mum. You know, my mum really liked you and now you're yeah. back with your, your, your model girlfriend. I'm not going to yeah. be friends with anyone who does anything to hurt my mum. What about the entire start of the film? Yeah. They were, uh, con- like, he was just insulting her constantly and you two were friends. Yeah, but uh, the kid wanted them to be friends. That's true. That's it. Look, That's it's true. kid logic, okay? The kid can be dumb. Yeah. He cannot be. Uh, the kid, you know, he's using the logic of, hey, uh, once you got to know each other, you, you were banging. Yeah. But now you're not banging, literally or metaphorically. No. Metaphorically? Yeah, because they're like, you know, banging on, like having oh, a good time together. Right. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, All right, or yeah. banging as in having sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. Really, like, nothing interesting happens. Like, the mum goes for a test to be the transcriber at a court and she oh, passes, yeah. and then she, she's like, Mum, I'm moving out. And then mum's like, you're going to ruin my life. How dare you take away my children? That's exactly what the mum says. <laughs> They're just moving out. You can still visit them. Yeah. I get that you're very attached to the child, but people have to leave the nest. Oh, my God. 
I think Jesus. One, if this was a better movie, two, if that was the point of the movie, it could have been good. Yeah. Like that's an interesting yeah. oh, idea. It could have been good. Like it makes sense that she's very attached to the child at this point. It's Definitely. like don't take it away from me, don't send me to an old people home, you know, that's like a, a fair plot line, but it's not very good about it. No. It's like jeez, like This is bad. You could talk about this first off. Yeah. Be like, hey, maybe you can have the kid on weekends, you know? Hey, maybe you could come visit the kid every day. Hey, maybe you can let your child have their life. Um, you know, mm-hmm. definitely uh, top 10 villains in my book, <laughs> this lady. Compared to uh, the German guy from um, from last week's movie, a better villain or worse villain? Definitely more villainous. Okay. I would say. Uh, German guy was just a dick. Yeah. Um, she's a definite villain. Mm. Okay. You, the German guy, he's he's not so much the villain as just the, like, uh, villain by circumstance. Yeah. He's just an asshole, whereas in this, she doesn't have to... Like, all the, all the German guy was doing was doing the best he could... On the on the competition, the Olympic competition or whatever. Yeah. Which totally. is fair. That's fair. That's good goals. Whereas this lady doesn't, you know, she's just genuinely being a dick. Yeah, totally. She's just an evil person. Totally. Bad, bad mum. Uh, Joe steps on his scale again and, and his scale says, uh, you've gained seven pounds. If you want to put anything in your mouth, it'd better be a gun. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, I I love a suicide joke. Nah, that was great. I love that one. You see, that one holds up because it's super edgy. Yeah, it it is an edgy joke. Yeah. And And, uh, that's all we are in today's society. One big edgy joke. And then, and this is without a doubt, perhaps the most contrived scene, but I kind of loved it. It was kind of like watching a car crash. You know what I mean? Just this scene in particular. Because his girlfriend comes up to him and is like, hey, Joe... I'm pregnant. I'm super pregs. And he's like, oh, that's great. Uh, that's, I can't wait to live with you forever. Amazing. Yeah. And then she's like, actually, I just want to be pregnant. And his response is, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like, it was pretty much uh, like she has the decision that she wants to get pregnant. And the way she breaks it to him is by saying she, she's pregnant. And he gets all confused. So he's like, when's the baby due? And she's like, oh, not yet. We have to make the baby first. And then he's like, ha, 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 we're done. Yeah, um, totally. <laughs> almost literally, he spends a full minute just laughing. And then he's like, yeah, I realize now the thought of living with you for the rest of my life sucks. <laughs> which is giving me the... T- like, it makes sense. It's a good scene. Yeah. I actually liked this scene. Yeah, totally. Uh, because that made him realise that he doesn't want to spend his life together with her. So she, he leaves. Yeah. He's like, we're yeah, done. Yeah. Catch you later. It's Thanksgiving at this point, so he goes to the play again and uh, and Tim just happens to be playing the exact same role in the exact same play. Two years running. Whew. Yeah. What a legend. And he runs into Emily and they're like, Ah, oh, it's a good thing we don't love each other, and they laugh, and then yeah. they hold hands, and the movie ends. <laughs> yep. Uh, but but Sandro, they meet in the same way they did the first um, play. Yeah, that's true. So it, it all comes back around. Ha ha. 
Um, at first, at first, uh, yep. I think I, s- I said it earlier, but for the first half of this movie, you know, right up until yep. they get together for the first point, I went, this is not a good film, but it's as about as good as Hot Dog the movie. Like, it's... Yep. It's got its charm. But that whole yep. second half was so boring and so badly written and the acting, like, it's just not... They don't... No one cares about what they're doing. They're all just phoning it in. Uh, so, without a doubt, this is a big old oldie for me. It's not the worst, but it's also just like... Yeah, this is an oldie. Um, it's... I didn't think it was that bad. It was just very old. And it got so boring, because it's just... There's there's lots of uh, tropes or just line... Like, useless dialogue that goes nowhere. Yeah. It's just there for the sake of it. I don't know. It definitely, um, it definitely isn't an original film in any in any way. Yeah. Either like it, like we've seen this oh, yeah. ten times before. So yeah, yeah. The buddy s- system. Definite oldie. Definite yeah. oldie. I uh, cannot wait to get out of January. Good lord. <laughs> um, we'll we'll get to your choices in a second, but I think uh, I think next week might be a good one. We'll see. Okay, Depend- all right. Depending on what you pick, uh, I think you've got a couple of good choices. Oh boy, I kind of, I kind of want to think about this now because I don't want to get a bad one. The pressure is on. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, the pressure is in fact on. We'll see. Uh, but first, we have our segment where we uh, sometimes pitch sequels or we pitch our own different ah, yes. versions of the film. My version is um, mm-hmm. the TV f- uh, special. Yep. edits of the bunny system where it's just an hour long with ads <laughs> and it ends with the first time they hook up it just nice. ends there nice definitely improves upon the movie yeah um, like sure uh, the arcs the character arcs do just kind of end and don't go anywhere um sure it doesn't entirely make sense but it's yep. also just 50 minutes long. Yep. And I think that's just an improvement. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely an improvement on the movie. My idea is uh, uh, a normal film uh, for m- the, the first 20 minutes or so. Till they get to uh, The Sad Pumpkin. Okay. And at this point, uh, instead of whatever the, his stupid name is, I can't remember... Uh, he actually doesn't show up in this version. Uh-huh. This majorly upsets uh, good old Will Wheaton's character. And you know yep. um, where the kid has a creepy voice because he's she's possessed oh, or whatever. Oh, right, yes, from last year's uh, Halloween special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. That That's is, the one. That is Elm Street, yeah. That, but it's Sad Pumpkin. <laughs> uh, he's in the Sad Pumpkin suit. And he just starts going around murdering people. What's his going... murder line? What, what does he say before the slash? Um, I think he just makes the sad pumpkin sounds. <laughs> just go... Uh, 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 and they're like, what's that sound? Um, and they, 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 they turn around the corner and they see him and he says, oh, I hate that fart smell you're getting cigarette in my cereal and he stabs them no, it's just it's just, it's just all then, the iconic lines from the film with him killing character yes but in the pumpkin suit and also at the end the 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 uh the guy has to kill him oh okay 
Yeah, yeah, so it's a bit like a, oh, no, stop all this, you have to stop. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to have to kill you. And he's like, eh, am I suffering? <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then the mayor comes in and it's like, should have done your job. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yes, that's a good way to end it. Yeah. And, and then we zoom out and the city has got, like, communist symbols all yes. over the place. And it's like, oh, this does take place in an alternate future. Yeah. There we Beautiful. go. All right. Uh, let's do your segment then. So, this week on Raving Reviews, we have uh, not many reviews. We have three. All right. Uh, so, GCD70 Good name. says, Thinly scripted and predictable romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Sad Pumpkin was good. That's good that we're not the only ones who like Sad Pumpkin. Uh, out of five... All right. And remember, there's point fives. There are point fives. That sounds like a solid... Um, I'm going to go two and a half. Hey, well done. That oh. is a two and a half exactly. There well we done. Go. Well done. Okay. All right. Off Much to a good start. Much better than last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then we had Susan. Yep. Susan said, the worst part of this film was seeing how many kids were in the audience. Um... <laughs> Not sure what that means. So Susan must have seen it in the cinema, which means yes. that Susan is one of the, what, 10,000 people that saw this. Uh, the worst part of this film was seeing how many kids were in the audience. Um, four. No, that's too high. Three and a half. <laughs> it's actually a two out of five, Sandro. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a very negative review. But then the... Wor- uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Dan... Said, and this is the final one, so you got to get this one to get a, a win. Yep. I, I feel like you will, though, because uh, you'll jibe with this one. All right. Saw that Will was in it, saw it, and unfortunately, only bad part about this film was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good review. Uh, that's really good. I definitely agree. I won. Uh, remember, point fives exist, Sandro. Oh, 0. 0.5 then. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Lowest possible review. (laughs) They did not like this one at all. There we go. All right, Uh, then that is Raving Reviews, which brings us to the end of this episode. A little short, but this film doesn't deserve any more words said. Yep. Uh, Where where can people find us? Where can people get in touch if they want to? Well, we've got a Facebook page. We've got an email. We've got uh, a... Spotify. We've got a... <laughs> I was like, Spotify, wait, do we have that one? Yes, we do have that one. We don't have a SoundCloud. No. Um, we are on Instagram. I'm occasionally on there, never. <laughs> and uh, Sandro's on his one. Yes. Uh, link in the doodad. And yes. uh, leave us a review on the iTunes if you appreciate Sad Pumpkin. We did get a review on iTunes recently. Oh. From uh, Kathy, who says, The films may be oldies, but the podcast is a goodie. Hey, I disagree. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> podcast is also an oldie for me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll read you out if you give us a review or an email, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, as you mentioned, links in the doodad. Now, uh, you're picking next week's movie, Zach. Yes, so let's do that. You've got a few choices, actually, so here we go. Yep, yep. You've got three picks. Uh, the first one is called Broadway Danny Rose. Uh, it's about it's about a theatrical agent, ah, who uh, like he he helps out he helps out one of his clients, but in doing so, uh, he is dragged into a love triangle 
which involves the mob. <laughs> okay, what was that one called? It's called Broadway Danny Rose. It is a Woody Allen film, so... You okay. Know, one of your, sure. your your other picks is called The Lonely Guy. Yep. Which I have a feeling could be in Sell the Movie, but we never know. <laughs> uh, it's It stars Steve Martin. He's a guy who writes greeting cards, but then... He writes a book, and the book is called A Guide for the Lonely Guy, and it changes his life forever. Yeah, that does sound like an incel. Um, yeah. And your third and final pick is El Norte. Quick summary, let's go. Uh, a couple of uh, teenage siblings, they escape a massacre in their village, oh. I think, and they decide okay. to start a new life in uh, the North, which is America. So they trek across Mexico, meet a bunch of different people, and uh, they uh, try and become legal citizens in America. Uh, that one sounds interesting. Okay. Why not? Yeah. I hope it's good, though. We'll go for El Norte or the North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El, El Norte. It sounds like it could go either way. It sounds like it could be really good or really awful. It kind of sounds like even cowgirls get the blues. Like, it could be... Yeah, yeah, It that. has that vibes to it, which yeah. I'm a little worried about. We'll um, see. We'll see. We'll watch it uh, next week. Yeah. Let's wrap it up with our favourite with our favorite quote. Do you have one? Yeah, my, my one's definitely... Uh, 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 thanks, Will Wheaton. And mine um, is, um... <laughs> Joe? <laughs> she does it twice. She does it twice. Yeah, we go back to it. It's a callback. Selling a little? Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.